in your mind. All in your mind. All in your mind. All in your mind. In your mind. Hey, look, it's another episode of All in Your Mind. <laughs> I'm Rick Rowan, and with me today we have Nanette Savard, and we also have a very special guest uh, whom you may recognize when you listen to this. You wanted to see me, Mr. Toms? Well, here I am, sir. I heard you had something for me. Oracle Personal. Dear Dad, for the first time since as long as I can remember, there is no Batman. And I'm scared, Dad. I'm really scared. With this power, we can destroy the Alephi and protect our people. I have seen your despair. I have heard you sing to mourning. Come with me into the storms. It is your right, your duty, to join with me! This droid is an angry and bitter machine, Zack. I have no idea what it wants, where it is going, or what it is planning. But it will not hesitate to kill anyone who stands in its way. And there is no telling the extent of the damage it will do if it is not stopped. Where'd you get that bath water, Roscoe? It feels a little greasy to me. Oh, that, that was a leftover dishwater, ma'am. I thought so. Because I just found a pino bean in my left ear. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Yes, that was Karen Novak. Welcome, Karen. Thank you. We attempted this in the fall and things just went awry, so I'm glad we're getting a second crack at Me this. Me too. If you're a graphic audio fan, you've heard Karen in a variety of productions. In that little sampler we put together, the first thing you heard was her eponymous role of Caitlin Strong in the Caitlin Strong series where she plays a, a, a Texas Marshal, or a U.S. Marshal, right? A Texas Ranger. A Texas Ranger, thank you. <laughs> yes. One of those. Um, There's a difference. There is. You're absolutely <laughs> right. And we'll go into great detail about that, I'm sure. Uh, uh, also, we heard a little bit of her Barbara Gordon Oracle role from Batman No Man's Land. We heard the role of Eshenai from the Stormlight Archive, Words of Radiance. We also heard a character at the end, we heard a character called Kelly King from uh, Charlie Sunday's Texas Outfit. <laughs> Ken Jackson directed that and he supplied me with that cute little clip. It had a pinto bean in her ear. And the other <laughs> clip was from the first in the uh, Nuclear Bombshell series, The Plutonium Blonde, in which Karen played the femme fatale BB star. In addition to those roles that we heard, she also has played in the DC Comics universe, Carol Ferris, who was also Star Sapphire in Green Lantern Sleepers Book 3. She was in, uh, the Princess Josephine in Shadow Sun. In the North America's Forgotten Past series, The People of the Wolf uh, book, she played a character called Dancing Fox that Nan directed. Yes. And, and recent, fairly recently, Karen played Aranda and Joika in Chaos Queen, the first yes. book of that fantasy book. series. And that's just a random sampling of, you've heard her in a great number of smaller roles, and uh, <laughs> we're happy to have her. So so welcome again. Thank you. I'm Karen. excited to be here. I said I listen to podcasts all the time, so it's very excited to be on one. What are, what are some of your uh, favorite um, podcasts? Let's see. I love The Moth, the storytelling oh, one, yeah, and StoryCorps, yeah. and I've listened to Criminal, and... 
This American Life, some this of my American favorites. Life. The NPR stuff. <laughs> yes, the NPR stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, now you're on a podcast yourself. Yes. yes. Have you ever been on a podcast before? N never. Okay. Well, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so now, Karen also has an extensive theatrical resume, as almost all of our actors do. I just got her resume in front of me, so we'll just go through some of them. She's done a, a lot of work with Keegan Theater. These are DC-based theaters, uh, and Baltimore, I guess, and Virginia. Um, yeah. Um, She's worked at the Keegan Theater. In fact, did the Ireland tour of the Crucible, that uh, playing was Elizabeth Proctor. Amazing! Oh, to do that. yeah. Well, what Ooh. was that like? Was um, it, it was a national tour, and then it went. To well, Ireland, it right? actually it was just it wasn't a tour in the U.S. It was just oh, at it wasn't. Keegan, and actually we started in Ireland. That was our first uh, experience doing the show. Was so you in, Ireland in Ireland first? first. Yes, oh. yes. And it was really neat because. Um, we brought some of the actors from the U.S. and then in every city, we the girls were Irish. So we went to three different towns and we took. They had local actors, um, all probably middle school, high school. Oh, and some elementary school age um, that would add to the show oh, once we got there. Now, were they attempting American accents? They or? were. They okay. were. They were doing American accents. So, and okay. they were gr they were great. Um, I didn't get to work with them too much uh, because I was. The put upon Elizabeth Proctor right. as opposed to one of the um, Abigail. Anyway, yeah, so, right, yeah. right. So you weren't um, in those scenes. I wasn't in too many of those scenes. Right. But uh, it was it was fun, wonderful, and the audiences were so welcoming. It yeah. was just uh, they're really responsive. And now was too much um, part of that tour. He was. Yeah, yes. He, um, he was playing Giles Corey. Oh, okay. So yeah, he was there too. Yeah. Brad of of Nora and Brad. He was in it too. Oh, okay. So he was there. Uh huh. And let's see, that any other graphic audio people? The Brad Smith, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, who else? I feel like there's probably more graphic audio people oh, there probably. thrown in too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think well, about you, it. Yeah. That's <laughs> a, well, I, one of the things that is difficult um, is trying to recall roles that you've done in the past, especially in graphic audio, because we do so many, and and, yes. and they can and and you're moving on to the next one. But that's true a lot of times of theater and and film too. If you do enough of it, mm -hmm. it things start to recede into the past, and you lose track of. Who was in it with you? What? Uh, um, I have an embarrassing story that hopefully Ken will forgive me for. Ken oh. Jackson and I, when we fir I first came into graphic audio, he said, you look familiar. And I said, you look familiar too. And he's like, ah, maybe just Facebook. Turns out we'd done a show, show together. together. <laughs> uh, and we danced together. I mean, we were both wearing masks. In our defense, we were both wearing masks, but. Um, yeah, but not off that's stage. <laughs> that's true, not off stage. I no, have that, had that, that experience is... many times. Luckily, we both had it it wasn't just one it usually, yes but we couldn't figure it out yeah <laughs> right. yeah yeah it is more embarrassing when one person knows the other <laughs> than the in, other does in the brief time that i was on facebook i was i was con you know somebody somebody wanted me to friend them and i uh you know and they said we we did this show together and i i had vague memories of the show uh so i went ahead and did it and i saw there was a picture of the two of us <laughs> on Facebook <laughs> with our arms buddy buddy around each other and I still didn't remember smiling. him. It was yeah. so embarrassing. Oh well. I was just it's like a weird world. <laughs> yeah, but that was it probably, is. you know, dare I say it well, 30, 40 years ago, you know? You forge these these uh, these temporary bonds yeah. and for a short period of time you're you're thick as thieves. You go out after shows a lot of time yeah. if you're young enough and can get away with that. You you, you know, you, you, the, and, and some friends you do take with you and they stay with you, but by and large, once you've had that theatrical experience, 
you don't yeah. do a show yeah. again with that person or, yeah. or time will pass and you'll know that or you'll recognize that person but you don't won't know from where one of the most uh, the, the roles that that I've been uh, associated with and working with you that has gotten the most response and always get great feedback is on the Barbara Gordon Oracle stuff I loved stuff. doing that one because you were I mean you were a, a narrator for a good chunk of the time it was told in in kind of a journalistic format where she was yeah. typing a journal for her father and that was, that was a really was. neat experience for me because I haven't um, narrated, I haven't opportunity right. to narrate any yet. So it was fun to have that thrown in. And it's also a challenge because you have to, I mean, you still want to be emotional, but you have to definitely get the story through because you are the narrator right. at the same time, right. which you have done it, a lot. It's, so sure, it's yeah. an interesting balance between the, the muted emotional reaction of a narrator right. uh, and the more dynamic emotional reaction when you're performing the dialogue. Because right. you know, yeah. you're, you're, there's a little bit of distance as the narrator because you're generally speaking in the past tense. Yes, you know, unless, yeah. uh, you know, you're saying, this happened to me, and you may have an emotional response to that as the character. You can be more emotionally dynamic, I think, as a first-person narrator than a third-person narrator. Yeah. Generally, third yeah. person, there's a, there's a little more distance. You have an empathic tone. You 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 empathize yeah. At yeah. to varying degrees with the characters, yeah. uh, depending on the writing and and the appropriateness of that for the material. But yeah, <laughs> and but he kicked him right in the crotch. <laughs> got him good. And, <laughs> and she's tough, so you don't want to make her sound right. weak by you know. Um, mm -hmm. And she was writing to her father, so yeah. um, you know, there's that whole how. You don't want him to m make him feel like, oh, I'm not, I'm suffering, I'm sorry. So it's like a whole. And the character's in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> in a, in a, and all on her own, pretty much. Right. Uh, in a, in a, a hostile environment, because Gotham is basically turned into this yeah. deserted, uh, uh, it's literally no man's land. That, yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a. One of our uh, our finest uh, adaptations, I think, uh, and um, and in no small part due to your performance. Oh, thank you. I, that was a, that was really fun, yeah. and I'm enjoying um, Caitlin Strong. Yeah, <laughs> you get to play a, a, a badass. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun because it's it it really I would say to credit the author is very standard for the genre in terms of what but totally out of the genre, you know, like right. the, in terms of a Western, it has all the elements that and it's you a modern need. Western. But yeah, and, and, but it's fun because it's got one female uh, heroine, which is awesome. Yeah. And, but also it, the author takes it into the, as you said, the modern world, like they have cell phones and you know, you can mm -hmm. often, a lot of mysteries, you can tell the different, you know, before cell phones and after cell phones, it totally changes the way a character has to discover things and yeah. you can't just, oh, I, I have no way to contact them. So it adds <laughs> a challenge to the author. And um, a lot of the, the plots, the evil plots in those are related to modern technology, which is interesting to read. Yeah. Um, now, Colleen Delaney is the director. Yeah. So you guys get you're working one on one. What's, yeah. What it, has that been fun? It has, and I, you know, I had seen her in a bunch of things before yeah. that. So it was it was fun to see somebody that I looked up to as an actor. I'd seen her in multiple shows at oh, the yeah. Shakespeare Theater. Oh yeah. Um, don't ask me the names off the top of my head. I won't yeah. remember. But um, <laughs> well, she did. Yeah, well. I've seen her outdoors yeah. and indoors, yeah. and and she's a she's great as. A and as a director, and it's fun to read the lines back and forth with her. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And that's interesting because, you know, she's, she takes the narrator role in that series, but it is a oh, role that she yeah. would likely play in, in, in another production. Right, or, yeah, Maybe she would be a great Caitlin Strong, too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so uh, I imagine she provides some interesting uh, insight and perspective on she her She does, too, yeah. yeah. Um, if, you know, she has a good sense of the character. So if, you know, if I'm sounding too too weak or too, you know, she has a sense of, of who Caitlin is, yeah. And you, you know, maybe she would be stronger here because she's a Texas Ranger, or, you know. It's just yeah. Now, the, uh, the other interesting aspect of that is that you get to play that part. Uh, it's a recurring role. Yeah. Outside of doing a television series or something akin to that, that's an unusual thing for an actor to play the same role. Um, another, it is, and it's fun to see her develop from the relationship she had with Court Wesley, where she she hates him, she thinks of an enemy, and it's <laughs> growing gray. And that is, that's something you don't get to do in theater. Um, another thing that's a treat for me uh, that you don't see in theater is in theater a lot of the. Um, Action happens off stage, unless it's Shakespeare. You know, right. they won't say, I, you don't get to plummet to your death off a cliff right. yeah. in theater. Right. You know? It's, it's, it's um, representational. Yes, if, exactly. If it does exist. Even a lot of the intimate scenes usually happen off stage. And right. then, you know, whereas even in television, you might they might choose to have a flashback, but right. you don't you don't see too many flashbacks in theater. It's just not no. easy to change the whole set and your costume in two seconds to get there. Right. Yeah. So that's a fun treat for graphic audios to get to actually act those out, yeah, uh, as opposed to just talk about them. <laughs> Another one of my favorites was um, Karis and the Light Lightbringer. I love that one. It was about um, they all had. That's um, Brent Weeks is the author of that. Yeah, and Johan directed that. Johan directed the first three, and then then then. You went away and on I, this. Yeah, and I didn't know <laughs> doing the other and, one. And but then Rose Supan picked up oh, the ball. Oh, well, I would have liked to work with her, too. But yeah. you, uh, well, you will. I, I've worked with as her in other things. As long as you stick around. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but Johan, I can only speak for that, was a great director with yeah. that. And um, I just really got into the story it on that one. It is a great story. Um, I am not always somebody who follows sci-fi, or excuse me, fantasy, fantasy that yeah. well. Um, I just don't think my... I don't know. I, I want my brain to imagine something, and it's not like seeing the picture in my head. But that one, I just loved, and I love the. He writes great dialogue yeah, and great yeah. characters. There, there, there's a there's a lot of substance. I mean, I get to narrate that story. Yes. So I, I, I haven't directed it. I just narrated. But I'm always excited about learning the story as yes. we go. Uh, so that's kind of fun. And she, uh, Karis, was is such a. Um, Strong character. She's too. strong, but boy, she get, she had, goes through a, a lot of crises. Yes. A lot of, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she's a warrior. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. So another badass. So, yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> it's, fun it's fun to play the goofy characters too, though. They're not so badass. <laughs> like, like, uh, like what? Um, well, like the one, like with, the one the with the pinto bean in the ear. Pinto bean in her ear. Kelly King. Do you remember <laughs> enough about her? I don't remember much about her. It was a thrill to hear that one again. <laughs> what about Chaos Queen? Is that still well, in, that, in yeah. recent memory? That, that, that um, should be relatively fresh, I would think. Yeah. Well, for you were a, an Irish, uh, kind of a mom to the main oh, character. Oh, yes. When she was getting married and, and everything to a man she didn't love and... And then later you were um, this kind of uh, this 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 uh, sort of mother abbess sort of character. It, it was it was actually a really neat scene. The the, the this um, woman who is a, a nun basically, um, you know, she's part of this religious order, and she comes to you, f 
because she's having she's in a crisis and you know you were kind of the 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 motherly teacher she her sister had had uh, a vision that she wasn't supposed to have you know only only the the priesthood could have visions and she was having visions and so it was kind she was it was sort of a heresy Mm-hmm. And you know, you you I don't know if you remember you told a story about how you had had an argument with your sister oh, and that yeah. you hadn't you'd had no contact with her for like thirty years or something. And Does then you bell and then, <laughs> and then <it> got back. <laughs> no, it was it was just a small off, yeah. role, but I mean oh, you okay. had a lot to say, and it yeah. was it was some really nice moments. You know, are you saying look, you know, don't if it's if it's family, don't keep your distance. Just you know, make up with her however you have to, you know, because you, you know, you had finally gotten back in contact with your sister and had, you know, for, for the, her, the last couple of years of her life, you had a good relationship. Okay. And, and it, it was like, it's, I wouldn't trade that for anything. And, you know, I mean, I think the biggest role you've done for me was way back with, uh, uh, the North American yeah, yeah. people of the wolf. That one sticks in my mind more. It's funny what. But I'm I'm one who will read a novel though and forget the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. It's a pleasure to read them again. But no, that one. Um, that one. Yeah. I felt well, like I was. What was the nature of the character in that one? This she, is this is people of the wolf. People of the wolf. Where that that was the, that first, was the first one. one so right? it was like. Pre, way prehistoric. I mean, they were yeah. mammoth hunters. I just felt like I was in the Smithsonian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah was like, and, was really uh, you know, I mean, when it opens, you know, the, the the tribe is literally starving to death. The mammoths have gone away. It's the middle of winter, and they're, like, eating their tents because that's the yeah. only and edible thing around. she's going on a journey, and, and she, then she yeah. has um, yeah. a love she, interest. But yeah. It's well, the, it's funny. There, there were the two characters, Raven Hunter and... Runs in Light, I think was his name, who you were in love with. Right, but, right, yes. But the, the other brother wanted you. And it was like a dark brother and a light brother. And that, that in, in Native American belief and I guess I could say mythology and even religion, the, the, the hero twins are the big figures. And they're in, archetypes. In, they're archetypes. Yeah. And in, in a lot of different Native American belief. And that, that is what the authors were portraying. So you were the love interest of yeah. the hero twins, which <laughs> made you, you had a lot of power. It was a really uh, neat book to work on because yeah. I've never read anything set in that time ever. I don't think so anybody. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it gave you an idea of what, li- well, f- though fictional, but what life might be like yeah. back then and the difficulties yeah. and... You know, the, you, I bet you remember the end of every novel. Yeah, <laughs> well, the director, it, it, by yeah. necessity, yeah. is yeah, so involved right. in yeah. the story <laughs> that you, you retain more of it, uh, yeah. uh, uh, for sure. Especially if it's something that, that you know, that charges your batteries yeah. like the material did for you on that thing. Now, Karen was working with us pretty strong and, and had developed uh, an awareness on the part of the graphic audience, uh, audio. <laughs> hey, the graphic the audience, I like the that. Graphic yeah, audience, the graphic great. audio audience. Uh, but graphic audience works. Um, uh, and then she then she moved away from us uh, <laughs> out of necessity. Uh, and when she came back, she was a mommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Miraculously, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have a, a well. She, a she didn't. She didn't go daughter. far. She just one went to no, no, but it, yeah. yeah. Well, it was it was it was heartbreaking for me because I I love working here and I felt like I had a community and everything, but. 
Uh, I got married to someone in the army, so yeah, it was not you a go. you know it was yeah, the, the you go, you military go. called. Right. So um, we moved to Augusta, Georgia, and there wasn't anything uh, like this there. Though there were some th theaters that I did, but um, in terms of voice stuff, right? If there was, I shouldn't say there was nothing. If there was, I didn't know you about it. I was there <laughs> for three years, and I didn't, I didn't, wasn't aware of it. Um, but that does not to say other people weren't. Um, though this is very unique, so I doubt that there's yeah. anything yeah, like that. It, it is unique. pretty much. But I, I think I did hear people maybe doing some radio stuff, but I didn't know where it was. Yeah. Um, but no, nowhere have I ever encountered anything like <laughs> graphic audio. Cool you were, were before we started the podcast. You were talking about. I was asking, you know, about. Uh, hobbies and those things that you got into and you mentioned that while you were in Georgia you got into sewing. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> so I, you know what, it was probably finding some theater and the sewing was probably the things that made me happy in Georgia away from all my friends and yeah. you know, yeah, connections yeah. I had up here uh, made me fit in the most. It was uh, a fluke. I. I applied for a temp job and they placed me at a sewing store, sewing and vacuum actually. It's a combination. That's interesting. <laughs> Which I think it dates you know back to the 50s or something. They had sewing oh, and vacuum sure. together. Yeah, yeah. Sewing but, machines. Um, uh, yeah. You yeah. know, I thought, oh, temp jobs, gosh, shoot me in the head. I, yeah. it's usually, <laughs> my temp jobs, because I'm not great at computers, are usually filing and answering phones and yeah. I, I stumbled into a job that was willing to train me, which is unusual usually yeah. you have to have temp, experience yeah. coming in and it never ended up being a temp job it I just um, got high was I got hired yeah. it was more like there. a placement and I got to um, order order stuff so it was like shopping with other people's money <laughs> and I got to sign it in you know in process it all and then this was at a sewing store so I got to do um, kind of cler clerical work and then I also got to while I was there generous people who work there taught me some sewing so, so it was another well. creative outlet uh, that I never had access to before and I, you know I still use it sometimes cool. I'm, I'm, so you, you make clothes for your daughter I've made some clothes for my daughter <laughs> um, mostly they were samples at the store before she was born but I've made her one thing in the year and a half <laughs> she's been alive um, but uh, I have a new appreciation for the talent that oh, goes yeah. into that too. Oh, yeah. You know, you can look at something and until you try it, you don't realize one the art that goes into it, also the complexity. It's and also a lot of of too. math that oh. I wasn't, you know, the angles and how to cut it and sew it. So I have a, but it's been fun. I am not good. I uh, somebody said, oh, you can work on my wedding dress. I said, Un unless you want like a rectangle pillowcase, <laughs> is about how far I've gotten. No, I have hemmed no, one no. thing for someone. There's but, there's um, there's sewing from a you know yes. a little Vogue pattern, and then there's like yeah. tailoring and oh things like gosh. that, which is like a totally Luckily, different thing. Luckily, um, one and a half year olds don't care if it's fit to their body. Yes. You know, yeah. you just make something. You can make them too, something baggy, right? So they yeah. don't care about the proportions. So <laughs> I think that's my my clientele. <laughs> 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 Well, as she gets older, though, but she might be more demanding of actual I, fit. I think it's yeah. just at that point, I just yeah, <laughs> take then her. Then you the, buy clothes. Yeah, we'll yeah. go to Target. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. but no, it, that was, it was nice. And I made, um, you know, a lot of friends there. And I, I miss that. That's something I miss um, is is working there. I really enjoyed that. Well, it, um, it, that's something you could do here, too, I would imagine. Yes. I mean, yeah, I mean you, I did, you, did you grow up in this area? In I the, did, this, in the yeah. DC area? I think there's more... Um, 
almost more of a market for it down there. Although there are some sewing stores around mm -hmm. here. Sure. Um, I think I think they'll all forgive me if I say this about the South. They're very into monogramming. If oh. there is a space, there will be monogramming. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen our store did monogramming. They, we saw monogrammed, um, what do you call it? Bridal veils, flip-flops, really? uh, runners, flip bags. Shower curtains. Well, bags I can see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But and but they were are, wonderful at it. There are um, like really elaborate sewing machines that you can program to do yes, letters there and are, things. But, and uh, Charlie Hanna yeah. did it, so he was fantastic. My so mom used. It. My mom yeah. sewed, and uh, you know, she had uh, an old Singer sewing machine. You know, one of the black ones with like filigree on it. And then you know, she later she didn't got have to pump it with a pedal, did no, she? No, <laughs> although she did buy an antique sewing machine that did have the treadle on it. Uh, and then pu and then had her modern sewing machine put into it. The treadle was useless. It was just there, but oh. but it looked cool. There are these attachments that you can put on, you know, and you j it's it's almost like those cars that park themselves. You can put an <laughs> attachment in there to uh, sew a buttonhole, and and it'll just you know chicka 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 around, you know, and it just puts all the thread around, so you get a nice sealed buttonhole. Yeah. And you know this. That's amazing. Yeah. But so now I'm on my own. I had all sorts of great advice um, there on if I if I had a problem, if I got stuck with my my outfit, like ended up with one short leg instead yeah. of two pant legs, which has happened to me. Um, I could have somebody help me through it. But now I'm up here. Uh, well, well, there's places like Joanne Fabrics and you know that's true. The, the craft that's store, true. At Michael's Crafts, and things. I, I'm I did, sure you can find. I did finally to make her to. something, and her gigantic head would not fit through. Yeah. So oh. I had to come fit that problem, but uh, I solved it. I solved well, then you it. just there cut you it and put a placket in it. Yeah, okay, right? that's more than I know. Really I know. Fun. I know. <laughs> I know all these terms, but you know I yeah. wouldn't know how to do it. <laughs> what 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 about uh, in your theatrical career? What what are some of the memorable uh, roles that you would? Uh, oh well, we talked about the Crucible. That was definitely in Ireland. That was definitely a yeah. highlight. Um, I really enjoyed while I was my three years in Georgia. I played um, Sonia in this uh, production of Vanya, Sonia, Masha, and Spike, and it's a take <laughs> on. I heard I've, that that that's that's so funny. That was it's done on, around here somewhere. It's Christopher Durang, and uh. it's based on Chekhov, and he's so he nails Chekhov just in terms well, of Durang like. Durang is hysterically yeah. funny. Yeah. And I was playing Sonia, and which was. Um, good for me it was like the more mopey sister and she's crazy you know the very first thing she does on the in the play is like smash a teacup on the floor so it's very dramatic so <laughs> I enjoyed that and um I've gotten to do oh I was looking here at my resume I actually got to do some um Shakespeare on the radio through oh. uh Lean and Hungry Theater so that was oh. fun we we did we did Fully, not as advanced as here, but we actually did but it some was ourselves. Live, so you had to yeah, do so we had an audience, words, and yeah. then we had, um, and we would do multiple characters in the same, same. So they usually cast maybe six people to do, maybe six to eight to do all of the all of the parts. So that was um, that's a challenge. An interesting experience yeah. too, because not only did you have to create a role, but you had to make it. You had to make it out there enough that you could also do a second role and they wouldn't, wouldn't confuse the, the character. Right. You had to make very distinct um, characterizations. I found that... We do that here too. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I found it, it challenging because since we were doing Shakespeare, 
A lot of times Shakespeare will announce who's coming on stage, but not always. And since we didn't right. have the benefit of a narrator, That's sometimes true. they write in a narrator right. for their shows, but not always. So hmm. you really have to be dis really distinct there. And it, well, once you establish the sound so, of the character. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's true. You, you can't exactly add iambic pentameter yeah. lines to announce. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you could, but... Uh, oh, sure you could. Here cometh the... Yeah, I wish I... Enter. Um, you could read his stage directions. Yeah. What, what is the famous one? Exeunt, chased by a bear. Oh, right, yeah. right. And actually, some of them are... Forgive me, uh, Lean Hungry, if I'm butchering some of this, but uh, some of it are... They're cut down for school audiences right, to help abridged. them yeah. yeah abridged that's the word abridged yeah, so fit. oftentimes then they'll put a narrator in to to fill in the spots that they're going through to get yeah, but it's a good um yeah. it's a good reading tool for high schools and if they're right. reading it's an Ro one tool. romeo and juliet yeah. was one and yeah uh, somebody yeah. told me and i think that makes sense it often takes a scene to get into something like that not the actors but the the listening audience mm -hmm. to to just to adjust your even even when you're you know seasoned actors are doing a Shakespeare play, you usually spend the first week just sitting around a table, right reading through right. the script and making right. sure that everybody knows exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, because it's archaic language and it's poetic Oftentimes, language, yeah. and it makes references to things that were or meaningful in the in you know 1601, but Idiom, now nobody yeah, knows what it means. Some of which is only conjectured at now. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. frequently reinterpreted. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the last thing I was in was, um, I had great fun. It was Boeing Boeing at Next Stop Theater. And uh, one of the actors, her uh, her father is very ill. And so they called me two weeks to the first preview. So oh. two weeks. And oh, I had to weeks. learn the lines, a French accent, and the blocking in two weeks. And I did it. Um, uh, the I would say the French accent was terrifying, but I did learn it thanks yeah. to some accent tapes and a great um, vocal, they had a vocal coach for the show, which was really nice. Um, Boeing Boeing is a, a play that has one character with a French one, one with an Italian accent, and one yeah. with a German accent. So yeah. I guess they figured at that point it might be time for a vocal yeah. coach, yeah. which is not, um, always something you get. A lot of no. times you're just assigned. We saw, we saw that somewhere. up at the Cumberland Theater. Okay. Up in yeah. The, yeah, so I was, I was, the, yeah. I was the, the French maid, the yeah. grumpy French, not a hot French maid, a grumpy French maid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But um, she was the one who was trying to keep it all organized because yes. this guy had girlfriends yes, that were stewardesses yes. who would, were like, um, he would catch them on the, but he couldn't let one know about the others. Yeah. It was so, yeah. But I had a sex had farce material. Yeah, it was a farce. I exactly. had a great time and it was, but it was a, a challenge because I my daughter was about um, 14 months old then and I just I didn't realize how hard it would be to memorize lines when they're mobile because <laughs> um, it was a lot easier <laughs> than I had to do it when she was about eight months old she just yeah. sat there yeah. and um, so it was a, it was it was I was frantic it was almost like a actor's nightmare until it opened and then it all it you know it came, came together. together and I love farces I love oh yeah, yeah. you know well, five door or six right, door and that requires a lot more practice so a lot more but rehearsal and, and yeah and, and uh, yeah familiar, I, you know, I like or you could kill yourself a lot I like accents yeah. a lot and I yeah. always like it in graphic audio when you get to, oh, yeah. to try well, one out <laughs> that's why that's why you're you're so valuable <laughs> here because <laughs> <laughs> it comes in handy yeah. for sure What's your daughter's name? Oh, Lorelai. Lorelai. Oh, Lorelai. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. pretty. Uh, 
She's fine. I, said, I was telling earlier that she dunked my phone in the toilet, so I had to get a new one. Oh, <laughs> bless her. <laughs> she, uh, yes. And she stuck it in the dog water, too. But yeah. luckily it survived that one. So. <laughs> but toilets uh, hold a particular yeah, fascination. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're, <laughs> yes. they're very dynamic. There's things disappear. They go in and they, they vanish. Yeah. The tank used to scare me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a she's a pleasure though and it's fun to see things that excite her through her eyes and realize, yeah. "Oh yeah, that was that's yeah. wonderful." And I <laughs> yeah. I've she's been to four or five plays Good. right now. Wow. Yeah, like imagination stage, an imagination stage and arts on the horizon. Done well. She's it's maintained um, her attention. Uh, I would say 30 minutes is her max. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Then, then she becomes a terrible audience member. She wants to look at the phone. Yeah. She wants to walk out. I was like, I've got to teach you better etiquette. Come on. <laughs> oh, if well, anything, at that well, age. I said, you know, come on. I got yeah. no, I told, I told her, I told her, hour, you turn actually. your phone off when you go into the theater. That's yeah. that's important etiquette. If yeah. anything else, I'm going to teach you that. Yeah, so more people <laughs> would do that. That quote that from Matt Bassett: "Living with a two-year-old is like living with a raccoon." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just that you never know what they're going to do. They get into everything. Yeah. They've got, yeah. The attention span of a parakeet. <laughs> uh, and yeah. you, wherever you go, you have to bring uh, plenty of things for them to do, to, to, to keep them distracted. We went <laughs> to the pool, and um, I, I didn't bring any snacks because we were only going to be there an hour. Well, she was went and mooched off all the sunbathers. <laughs> she stopped by everyone, and I was mortified. So I said, oh, no, I'm sorry. You have to feed my child. Mommy doesn't <laughs> feed you? Yeah, right. right. You poor thing. She also pointed at all of them, and I was like, they're sleeping. And she says, why are they sleeping outside? <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> One day you'll understand. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're we're very happy to have you back. Oh, uh, yes. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. You've been back Definitely. for a year, uh, now. year and a half. And year thank and you. Half. I never know if I can just thank you for accepting me back oh, so yeah. readily oh, and like, having me here. No. It's and not like you. Well, you before know, you left, you us. said you'd probably be back. Yeah. And you know, when you the something you'd hate to think is that you know you you go and move and. It just you know and you the, don't get to do what you love again, yeah. and it's it's so yeah. nice that you, your your contribution uh, to the graphic audio uh, universe universe <laughs> is, is valuable. Oh, so you know so yeah. you always don't go away again. Yeah, I won't. Believe don't you dare. <laughs> but, You're uh, but, you, but even if you did, you would always. Be oh, welcome. thank you. It's not like you burnt your bridge or anything no, like that. No. So we're always happy. Well. We want to thank Karen Novak for spending some time with us today. Thank this you. We don't always get a chance to actually know our actors and what their story is all the time. Which is uh, why we're doing this. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, we usually, we may chat for a minute or two, but then it's right into the studio with her. Uh, yeah. So I want to thank uh, Nanette Savard. Well, it's my pleasure as always. I've and done this a couple times now. And I want to thank everybody for listening. I'm and Rick thank Rowan. you, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you, thank you, me. Thank you, Rick. Thank, thank you, Rick. Me. <laughs> Tune in next time for another episode of All In Your Mind. Woo All In Your Mind.